vaccination, vaccination, vaccination. Need a vaccination from my corona. I need vaccination, vaccination, vaccination. I need a vaccination from my corona. Happy anniversary, COVID-19. Why are you still here in my life? Corona, I didn't think you'd stay so long. I've had enough. Take the hint, it's time to say bye, Corona. Yeah, I'm flying fast since you came. Nothing's mattered. No school and work from home while I bake sourdough starter and cry. My, my, my Corona I need a vaccination from my Corona When's it gonna be my turn to feel the burn? Hope it's before I go insane Moderna Wait until they call my name or call my age I feel like I'm in the Hunger Games like Peter. Hundred million shots, hundred days Bring it by and thank God for Dolly Parton For the cure in 9 to 5 Come on, fight Hello and good evening my name is Josh, and I'm joined as always by Aaron and Bob. We're the folks who can be fine. The method of the band is reason and the reasonable. Makes sense and nonsense because this is okay. Hear me out. Aaron and Bob, how y'all doing this evening? I really hope that intro song makes Justin uh, commit and pull the trigger and finally kill himself because that was just, that was something else. Holy shit. You mean the pull, pull the trigger and get the jab, right? <laughs> No, kill. Oh, sorry. Himself. You said kill yourself. Excuse me. I, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I, I didn't. I, I didn't pick that, pick that up. For, funny joke, Bob. Funny joke. Yeah. So you might Thank get you. the jab because then you die. Yeah. Yeah. God damn it. I. <laughs> that's, that song felt ab- extra obnoxious for whatever reason. Just how, I don't know, just how it sounded. It really, it really was. He also puts on a splash guard at the end and sings the rest of it in a fucking face mask like a stupid asshole oh my god he actually does yeah <laughs> it functions I didn't notice like that, a yeah. pop filter oh oh face mask sorry i thought you meant like a okay luckily jesus luckily he we uh actually cut that song off after uh halfway through he did the full rendition of my Sharna, which already is not a good song <laughs> it already should not be a two and a half minute song but, that definitely played a part in why it was so horrible. Um, but I think anyone that's dressing up in a in a splash guard and gloves and sc- singing about the vaccine definitely uh, has something coming to him. But anyway, I can't believe with the PPE shortage out there, he'd waste a pair of gloves on this song. <laughs> well, with all that gear, that's how you can trust him. <laughs> Speaking of which, <laughs> have you guys heard of Operation Trust? Uh, no. Not familiar with it, no. So, back in the 1920s, after the Bolshevik Revolution and the Russian communists overthrew the monarchy, they came up with a really fucking good idea, and they called it Operation Trust. And I think it's fitting for a lot of reasons today, and I wanted to let you guys know about it. So, we'll start off. Soviet Russia, 1921. The State Political uh, Directorate, a.k.a. the Secret Police, they set up an, a fake anti-Bolshevik resistance organization named the Monarchist Union of Central Russia. So, they they come out and say, oh, yeah, there's all these people that are about to overthrow the government and the communists, uh, they're already failing and it's it's terrible and we got to reinstate the monarchy. and 
and they basically got these old royal advisors and generals that used to work for the monarchy that basically betrayed the monarchy but people didn't really know that yet so they thought they were still like loyalists but they were working for the communists and they got them to head these like fake anti-communist groups to pretend like they were going to take down the communists from the uh from the inside out so they were basically setting up like gay ops oh dude like this in-house. is the original this is gay like ops. the original <laughs> oh shit yeah oh yeah this okay. is quite the honeypot so they okay basically did this so that people would be like oh my god they're finally because the, the you know let's just say the people didn't love it under communist russia it wasn't great um so a lot of people were all <laughs> pumped about this and there were still a bunch of there were actual anti communists like monarch loyalists in russia at the time and in other countries too um so they they took these old generals and with their prestige they were able to convince a bunch of people that this was actually real and trick the military intelligence from other nations got this info and then they sent their own spies to russia to try to like help out these groups and it was all fake and basically what they were able to do was capture a bunch of enemy spies uh dissolve a shit ton of these groups completely and just like arrest and execute everybody involved by pretending like there was a revolution that was never happening do you know if anything like this happened uh during the american revolutionary war i'm trying to imagine like there were a bunch of loyalists and and whatnot uh i'm trying to imagine what scenario you know, or how that might have been sorted out afterwards, after independence. Not that I've heard of. I don't think there was like that big of an espionage thing. I mean, maybe on some level there would have to be, but the um, with the American Revolution, like and every revolution, this kind of has to happen to some extent, right? Yeah, but in the American Revolution, there really just was an anti-royal, like a like an anti-establishment force that actually did overthrow the government so it wasn't like fake and set it's not like well i'm saying like the the loyalists who were loyal to the british government after washington uh you know became president oh i see what you're saying there yeah. probably some what happened to them i don't know that's a good question i feel like our, i feel like the only punishment when we learned about it in history was they just tar and feathered you everybody was tarred and feathered and they threw your tea into the ocean that was that's what we learned our whole lives growing up there. Good old seventeen hundreds. But like in it, actually, the good spies in that scenario were like all the undercover shady shit was on the American side. Because like even the story doesn't check out, and it's almost like to me it's very obvious that that whole thing was uh, kind of like banking cartels funding us and funding these rich guys these all happen to be 33 degree freemasons uh that overthrow the british government in the new world and i I just don't think the story of like farmers uprising really uh, makes as much sense now i uh, see how shit like this operates but anyways that's another episode right there (laughs) that was a bit that was a bit of a tangent there (laughs) Uh, 
This is a short topic. We need this to fill it with an, some random anti-American shit. sentiment here. Every listener needs to hold him to account with everything he just said there. <laughs> Actually, fuck it. Yeah, yeah we'll do that next scrutiny. week. We'll do American Revolution. How it's bullshit. But anyway, <laughs> oh god, the bullshit, uh, the bullshit revolution. Yes, all revolutions are bullshit most of the time. Aaron, you take that back. 1776 was. I love the story. I want it to be true. What? 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 Okay. What? What's false about it? Then, just uh, real quick. Uh, a secret society took over America so that they could operate outside of the bounds of the crown. It's like really obvious once you start looking at who the people that were all the heads of this were. All right, we'll we'll talk about this next. week. <laughs> yes, this is the next week episode. <laughs> what happened to What happened to the little British kid who was who was ask, uh, talking about the Americans, the farmers conspiring against? Uh, them? Yeah, they found his skeleton in Benjamin Franklin's basement. It's all coming together <laughs> yeah. now. What do you mean? <laughs> they took care of that kid. So, anyways, <laughs> speaking of stories, I wish were true. This uh, Operation Trust sounds an awfully lot like QAnon. Like, what do you guys know about QAnon? Wait, in what way? I know I don't yeah, yeah. hardly what's, know what's anything about QAnon. Actually, the only thing I ever hear about QAnon is people making fun of QAnon. Like, I hear <laughs> great comedy like about how dumb they are, but I've never actually like seen or heard or looked into. You never really looked into actual... QAnon at all. Uh, uh-uh, no, you don't I've even know heard, what the story like, is. Oh, no, I just know like people like Owen and shit like that like make very funny jokes regarding how dumb those those people are. Yeah, okay. So basically what it was was somebody randomly started messaging on 4chan uh late October 2017. And they would sign off all their posts with Q, uh, as Q. And they were basically somebody that claimed that they had a bunch of high-level security clearance in the government and that there was a coup that was being planned from within by a bunch of top military people that wanted to overthrow the corrupt politicians. And then when Trump got elected because he wasn't like one of them, they went to him with their plan and to tr- they finally were like, this is our time to strike. So, you know, how Trump would always say shit like there's a storm coming. Yeah. When he was referring to draining the swamp or whatever other buzzword for, you know, arresting every politician. He always says he's going to throw Hillary in jail and all that shit. That's mm-hmm. lock her up. Well, that started off as a Q thing. Q is the one who said, you know, they would claim when the military overthrows the corrupt politicians, that's going to they always refer. He always referred to that as the storm. And then Trump would say shit that Q said. So people were like, holy shit, it's real. Because Trump would always like allude to things that Q said mm-hmm. in his speeches. So there, these two things are very similar, but a little different. So in my opinion, Q is kind of like Operation Trust, where they pretend that there's this coup about to happen any day now to probably see which senators and representatives try to jump on board with this or inquire about it because they're hopeful it's real so that they can they don't have to murder them but they can just leave them out of all the important decision making in any of their security councils and all their you know what i mean yeah 
Um, my where my theory comes in on this is, I think Trump is kind of just like another Illuminati frontman. Like he's there to pre- he's there to pretend to be like really fighting for the people to make the people that would like to overthrow the government complacent. You think he's control opposition then? Yes. A hundred percent. Now, Aaron, this would be a very compelling story if it were not for the fact that a coup Josh, actually hold on. Are you did sick? take place. Oh, are you sick, God. Josh? <laughs> Josh, do you have COVID? <laughs> what, what, are you, what are you talking about? Do you have COVID? No. He's vaccinated. Okay, he's, fully, he's fully... The pandemic's over. What are you talking he's about? He's fully gay and retarded. He can't catch COVID anymore. He can't catch the... I just want this... Yeah. I just want this on a recording. That's all. (laughs) (laughs) Continue. Okay. So. So, yeah, yeah. The the coup that actually did happen. Oh, yeah, yeah. It totally happened. The government was overthrown and we're in the middle of a revolution right now. So. Well, until Joe Biden saved us. Yeah. yeah. But, yeah, I think that Trump was completely (laughs) controlled opposition. A, he became vaccine salesman of the year. That didn't help for his last year in office was just about. Operation Warp Speed, where we got to get these vaccines out as fast as possible. So yeah, that. Um, anyways, he would always allude to these Q things about how, like, oh, a storm's coming any day now. We're gonna do it. Ah, oh, I got the election stolen from me, drats. And one of there was a thirty-three degree Freemason, Albert Pike. Um, and it, he had a great quote about this, and it just it feels like this is what it is because said, whenever the people need a hero we shall supply him and it's just because they know that there's times where shit's getting bad and they're losing control of people and they have to reel them back in and it's all just like a television show it's all with controlled opposition they give you just a little bit and they take a little bit more yeah but don't you think that they're kind of like overreaching right now currently they're not giving us enough to curtail us, and they're taking away too much. I think they're overreaching. I, I think they're moving this along faster than I thought they would. But yeah. if they feel like they're losing control, they'll they'll they can literally write the script however they want. They they can just go, oh, you know what? There was election fraud. Trump's back in, and everybody that was about to just start fucking machine gunning politicians down will be like, yay! Now we're saved. Oh yeah, sweet. And like, no, that I. Uh, I think that's a good a good point, and actually, um, I, I got on board a bit with uh, not not necessarily the conspiratorial side of it, but a bit on board with <laughs> the, that, that the gunning down politicians. Is that what you got down with, Josh? <laughs> <laughs> wow, what a no, stunning they... admission from Josh! <laughs> <laughs> Putting words in my mouth again. Um, wow. No, but uh, it was the the day the election results were finally um, like decided. Uh, I was listening to Owen, and he had, he had a good bit or a good explanation of um, how exactly what you're saying right now, Aaron. Where with Trump in in office, people felt or the the right wing felt like they were represented. All of these people who felt like they didn't have a voice, voice then felt like they had a voice and felt like he was you know representing them, supporting them, had their best interests in heart, et cetera, going to the government. But then you look at the lockdowns, the pandemic, and all that situation, and it it Trump anyone else in 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 office, ever, the exact same thing would have happened uh, to you know effectively, and uh, you know the whole vaccine salesman thing. Um, that, that's pretty much the same operation warp or operation warp speed. 
And uh, yeah, then there's the side element of that where people feel like they're represented. So they're not going to revolt. They're not going to go uh, throw a fake coup at the, the Capitol building. They're not going to whatever. So uh, I, I think there's, you know, a, a narrative to be had here, um, whether or not it's a you know controlled opposition sort of thing or it's just all politicians are politicians. You know, there's a, uh, you know, that's up for debate. I don't know. Do you guys feel like Trump is controlled opposition? Um, no, I, I think he actually went in there with good intentions, but then didn't realize that just how many layers of people would resist him throughout the, the entire system. I mean, like the, I think the perfect example of that is Syria when he, he ordered people to like, get the fuck out of Syria. And then the unelected bureaucrats, in the, the state department basically said, well, um, we're going to give you false numbers. We're going to bring home a certain percentage of the people, but according to the numbers, you'll think it's a hundred percent of the people, but we're leaving people there because of yeah, what I'm doing him. here. They <laughs> just, just lied to everyone and said, yeah, we're pulling everyone out. They lied to the commander in chief. Yeah. It's like, I felt like at every single level, it doesn't matter who he was, how, how good he was or how good his intentions were. Like there were so many people in the system that think that they have a, a say in it. It, it. It's just like, it breaks down to like, even you see this not only in these bureaucrats, but also like school teachers with like CRT and um, all those like Marxist bullshit. There's like school teachers there. They're, they're zoomers and millennials being like, Oh yeah, I'm teaching my children how to like protest rather than giving them like an actual education uh, it's it's demonstrating like, that shit and organizing. Yeah. It's like these people, like they're so self-righteous and they're so vindictive that of course it doesn't matter if we just get one single president, like the entire, every politician needs to be scraped clean off the systems, like, like walls there and, and move along to a, to a new set of people that are just slightly less corrupt. Because that's where we're at right now. So, I don't. I do not think he was controlled opposition. Okay, the reason I think that is because he was spouting Q talking points, and I he might have just been doing okay, that to make it sound then? great, like the the storms coming and draining the swamp. Like he was talking about how he's about to, you know, take down all these politicians. They they would he would say Q would put uh so Q anyways would would put up these messages and it. It was always disjointed. Like, it's never just like a full sentence. It's never just like, oh, here's the document. There's no way. Hold on. Hold on. There's no way that Q came up with draining the swamp. No, no. He didn't. Trump the storm, yeah, that's, yeah, right. that's been a phrase Did for Q, forever. I'm, I'm assuming Q just picked up these little slogans that Trump had, especially at the very first election in 2016, because he, he dropped that whole narrative the storm, in 2020. The storm one was one that yeah. Trump definitely took from Q after you had said it a lot. Well, okay, hear me out. Okay. Trump did have a speechwriter, and he actually followed those speeches. His speechwriter is the crazy QAnon one. I I can totally see that too, where it's just the speechwriter took stuff from <laughs> QAnon because it got popular, and they were like, "Oh, this will make you sound great to your base." Yes, because they actually did do that with um, the Donald subreddit. They they would comb through the Donald subreddit and pick like content from there and they would use oh, really? it, like, their slogans and stuff like I mean, that. That's yeah. clever. Yeah. That, um, so it's not, it's not beyond them to do something like that. Yeah. 
so it would just like here's like a, an example of a message like somebody unfortunate asks what about snowden and then q says negotiating for return traitor mission to harm nsa and it's like uh so like that that's one of the examples of where people <laughs> say that QAnon was a deep state pro- program because it's defending the NSA. <laughs> Obviously, that's insane. <laughs> QAnon is definitely just an autistic government spook. It sounds like, like a chatbot. Basement. Like it sounds like a chatbot yeah, doing a- conspiracies. <laughs> like it sounds like Josh <laughs> if he if he was just assigned to a different job file. <laughs> hey, I am very big into complete sentences. Excuse you very much. <laughs> So like the 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 idea of it though that there's like these generals just being like we're we got to take out like if if the military all of a sudden just turned around and just killed every politician and we're like yeah we're redoing this we're going back to like just got you'd be like hell yes thank god like that would be amazing but like so obviously the story of Q and what it claimed was about to happen was great but it was never going to happen. It always was, seemed like controlled up from the start. Like it, it was there just, uh, I think the best quote ever was actually a tweet from Wiki, uh, WikiLeaks where they said, uh, QAnon is just a, uh, Trump based pacification hoax. And it really was because <laughs> people were like, Oh, we just have to wait and they'll make it better. And it really was just there to pacify the Trump base. To think that they were always just about, they were just about to get that. That's an Owen Ben. He's like, we're we're this close to catching Hillary in the sewers, like. <laughs> that's that's pretty. Do good. you have any? Do you have any commentary with this on how all of the uh, Pizza Pizza Gate stuff from QAnon um, you know, fits into this or fits into this narrative? Well, the Pizza Gate stuff was just real. I, like we have to do a whole episode on that too. I mean, the Pizzagate stuff is crazy when you start looking into the people that are involved in that. And uh, who's that? What is that? John Podesta with the pedophile art. Have you seen that shit? Yeah, I think Pizzagate had more legs than pretty much anything else that came out of like Q or anything like they that. They just refused to look into it and it. said it was a conspiracy and no one looked into it. But it's like just rife with just, just things that are absolutely real. Like it's insane. So that's part of it. Like the the coup may be questionable, but the Pizzagate uh, information from QAnon uh, actually led to something real. So that that seems less of a um, you know less of a controlled op in in my opinion. Well, no, I think what I think what happened with it is that it did still wake up a lot of people into investigating shit. Like even if it's fake, it still made a lot of people like. Uh, conspiracy theorists, quote unquote, and really start looking into shit with the government that they didn't even know was real at the time. Wasn't the running joke? The running joke with the the Q stuff was that like trust the plan kind of thing. Like all these events were going to take place. That was like the motto. Like, trust oh. the plan. Yeah, and like that—that's kind of like what you're playing into, right? With the, this whole control the opposition is like just get people to like see that there is a plan in place for them and there really is no plan, but they'll sit by and like wait for it to happen and to play out regardless. And they'll just do nothing. Yeah. It just is. uh, It's which is. It's funny that people that are like pro Q people can look at, they can look at something like operation trust and go, 
oh, I see how they use this disinformation to pretend there was a coup to a pacify the actual revolutionaries and in best case scenario, get them to organize under our leadership and then we can kill them all. Like, and then they go, but this one's totally real. Uh, QAnon's great. They're about, they're this close to starting a revolution. It's like, no, it was never going to happen. Like what, if, if they're telling you that, oh, what's my job? I want to take our country back. What's my job? It, it's just do nothing. Do nothing and, and it'll all happen <laughs> and we'll hand it to you. It's like, no, that's not going to happen. That's already a scam. Q should be at least telling you to start a garden and buy some chickens or something. Well, I feel like Owen there's Benjamin a, is QAnon. I feel like there's a large like religious community out there as well, particularly Christian. I don't know what sex of Christianity, but they're, they're always sitting out there spouting like, oh, God has a plan. God has a plan. And they don't do anything for themselves yeah. in regard to this. And this is probably like the biggest reason why Republicans lose all the time. They're just sitting back. <laughs> well, you know, good will prevail. There's a plan for everything and all this shit. I'll, I'll pray as, on it. Yeah, as fucking all like the the fucking tranny liberals are like praying on their kids in the local library during reading time and shit like that. And it's like, what the fuck are you people doing? Wake the fuck up! Well, like, there's there's something going on here between QAnon and like these like fucking retards that, that are just like, oh, it. there was a plan. Yeah, that just do nothing to help themselves or help the community whatsoever. It's true, like because that's actually like, a good point. The I hate the Christians that are like, "Well, God's gonna fix it. Just don't." I, like on one hand, yes, don't worry about the government. Like, don't overthrow the government unless you're prepared to become the government. Like, you can't. Yes, you can't. Do what are you gonna do? Like, <laughs> um. <laughs> And then, I don't know. Painting walls is just a, just as good as option. You don't have to think about what you do with the walls afterward. You can just paint them. <laughs> yeah. So like that. <laughs> I'm a like you already know. I'm Christian or whatever. And uh, so I like I do think that there's like oh there's like a plan that God has a plan and for like this shit i'm not i'm not my job isn't to do nothing and wait though and just be like praise yeah Jesus. but the, the plan the plan involves a lot of suffering torture pain <laughs> like whoa whoa whoa, whoa, whoa. there's hardship. a new testament christian excuse you very much like oh uh, one of those no fetish. way i'm like an apocryphal <laughs> christian, you know? i'm learning about I'm a non-jew christian okay <laughs> <laughs> I wanted to go even older though. Like I'm old, old <laughs> testament. Oh, pre exile. Super okay. old testament. That was the implication. That was the implication when he said New Testament. Yeah. The uh But anyways, that I, I think that there is a job for everybody, though. It's like that's what I mean. Like there your job is to like be fruitful and multiply. Like there's a bunch of commandments in there you're supposed to do. It's not just, well, I didn't murder anybody and I hope Jesus likes me anyways. Like I think that's retarded. I hate I hate those people so much. It's so unappealing. Well, I only committed yeah, these retarded sins. I you know, but I was generally typically nice to everyone. Yeah. So I'll get into it. Yeah, I'm still sure. I'm still praying, try meditating on what my, my vocation is. I'm waiting waiting to be called to my vocation. Uh so you know, I, I know I have a part in the plan. I just, you know, haven't been assigned it yet. Well, I, this honeypot thing, though, that basically the Soviets did, it really applies to today so much. And now you can just see how everything is like a script. 
Because, like, they do. Have you never seen a voter base so butthurt and and another voter base so happy when Trump won? So they needed to then have their heroes, Google and Facebook, and they got Trump out at all costs. And like they now they'll they'll flip it the other way once it gets too crazy. Like if it gets too crazy the other way, they'll flip it again and they'll they'll just keep flipping it to pacify the population. Like I, the where I think it's different is that that was an intelligence operation for like uh, misinformation with Operation Trust, where they were actually had a specific goal to like capture people, whereas this one's a specific goal to pacify the population. And I think that okay. goes beyond just Q. Like I think that's the news. That's like everything. To to everything is designed as a misinformation campaign, just like they tell you about happened all the time. Like they tell you the Operation Trust. Like this is how they did it. These were the people involved. But, and then people think, Wait, oh, well, then that'll what, never happen here, though. Can we can we take a step back and just what exactly happened with Operation Trust? Like, can we like big success, I guess? I don't know. <laughs> they essentially pretended to to lead the government pretended to lead a, like a revolt movement. Right. Yes. You just give us the breakdown of what happened. I don't think you've done that yet. I didn't want to go like crazy specific. I can go more specific, but it was like old Russian generals started a fake revolution movement um, called the Monarchist Union of Central. My notes are down. Monarchist Union of Central Russia. And then like there was like a spy that was a Russian born spy from Scotland Yard. They captured they they infiltrated the actual resistance groups and then took them over from the inside and then you would use those groups. Like, probably... Yeah, here, here's the line. Uh, when the state discovered them, they did not liquidate all of them, but maneuvered into creating a shell organization for their own use. Yeah, it's the same exact thing that happened with... Uh, who are those assholes? Antifa. Like, they use Antifa the same way. They just... Like, a lot of times, it's like CIA op, like... Oh, here, let's just deliver a pallet of bricks to a bunch of black people and then have a, a cop dressed in a black mask and a b bunch of uh, stupid Antifa gear th start throwing bricks through a, uh, a state house to start a riot. Like, they just, they, they were the, like, originators of that shit. Taking over these organizations from the inside so that they were also operating the resistance. They were the controllers and the resistance were all controlled by the same people. Okay, perfect. <laughs> and is that that just so sounds it, like today? Wait, like that sounds right wait, there. Sounds like today to me. So they're, they're reaching across the aisle, bridging the gap, helping heal. Sorry, go ahead. That's basically the Michigan governor kidnapping plot, where it's like oh, yeah, eleven, way, yeah. Or, yeah, eleven or twelve out of like the the fourteen or fifteen like people, 15, yeah, something like that, were FBI informants. A lot of them were being paid a lot of money, like up to 50K a year to be FBI informants. Yes. And these are the people that were. <laughs> oh, my God. So they're there to make a story about the governor being kidnapped. And that's it. It wasn't even like it. Yeah. Even the, the government is kidnapping its own government officials attempting to cut so that they can make a story about so how they, they could arrest three people or something. Yeah. <laughs> 
Exactly. To convince <laughs> the general population that we need less rights and they need more control for security purposes. Holy fuck. That that is absolutely insane. I <laughs> Uh, so that's where it all started. Then the governor Whitmer plot started with like some fucking Soviets. Um, well, it's just, it's like the same exact thing. Like we, everyone acknowledges that that shit happened in Soviet Russia and it's all spy versus spy and uh, you know, all this. Yeah. But even honest American journalists will admit that this happens in, in America all the time, especially at the advent of, um, the war on terror and stuff like that. It was typically just happening with um, kind of mentally retarded, slow, like um, Arabs, basically. And they would oh, get tricking them into like, doing, yeah. Into a terrorist plot. Yeah. They're like, oh, and, and it turned it into like the six week terror cycle where they're like, oh, we caught another terrorist, by the way. Like, we should be afraid, but also thankful for us because we're keeping you safe. But Look at all be this afraid. progress we're making. <laughs> Because they might slip through the cracks. There's always that one new idea that could slip by us and we'll need more power to stop it. Well, that's the thing. They, so. You're right. Journalists will admit that's happening. They always admit it from when it was happening 20 years ago. Today, it's not happening. Not now. Now it's not happening. But No, no. But 20 years ago was. Well, and in 20 years, they're going to be like, oh, remember the insurgency that was all just the, <laughs> all just the CIA that did it? In, in 20 years, they'll admit it and be like, oh, but now it's not happening. And it's the same cycle over and over again. I feel like it might have been a mistake to let the war in Afghanistan go on for a full 20 years because now a lot of people are privy to the whole bullshit of the situation. And, you know, when they try to repeat the cycle, uh, you know, it, it's a bit more transparent than it might have been in the past or the, the tells are a bit more obvious so it, this may have drug on a bit too long, this uh, particular situation. Wait, what? I, I think I'm... Which what, situation? Uh, which... War, war in Afghanistan. What, they, 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 you said, you oh, were saying... Oh. Yeah, 20... About 20 years ago, people will admit that it was bullshit, and they can, like, see it then, but we had the war in Afghanistan go on for 20 years. So we can, like, still look at it in the present time, though as well and see uh you know the situation for what it is well, no the war's over <laughs> we're in afghanistan's over finally we're withdrawing the government the government that we established there has taken root they have done great for themselves <laughs> <laughs> the government that we gave an entire bureaucratic system to an entire military uh and all of their assets to they they have held strong and they have um Put a cornerstone of of diplomacy and democracy in the Middle East. That, yeah, that is good job, Taliban. That is yeah. It, it's definitely not a repeat of Vietnam verbatim. That definitely did not happen. Well, actually, not even that. Uh, well, okay, this is a perfect opportunity to go into because that was that was pretty much it. I just wanted to point out how like honeypot these counterintelligence honeypots to like capture a bunch of people into like tricking them into being part of the resistance and then just killing them or converting them or just keeping an eye on them to catch other people later down the road. Like yeah. how that works. Um, so in Afghanistan, what's the situation? Like you just give me an overview of what the situation is according to the news. Bob, you want to take this one? Um. Well, we are 
everyone, literally everyone in the world is evacuating their civilian populations, except for China, apparently, out of Afghanistan. Um, the withdrawal has taken effect, uh, and the Taliban are taking the country back in absolute fucking swag right now. It is <laughs> glorious. <laughs> Basically, what's happening is like the Americans are getting the fuck out of Dodge. They're leaving. They're they're trying to mismanage this withdrawal to the best of their ability. They are leaving stocks of or uh, warehouses full of military grade weapons, MRAPs, helicopters, rifles, like anything that you can think of. They're leaving military supplies there, free for the taking. They're just handing it over to anyone who wants them. And they're getting the fuck out of Dodge. The war in Afghanistan is officially over, according to Biden. He says this is no longer our problem. And they are Wait, that, talking that's what he this, said? Uh, today in the in the press conference. Yeah, he said it was what the, the fuck? biggest I mistake love Biden ever. Now? Yeah. <laughs> well, he's going with the, you know, it doesn't matter if it's, you know, if it's my fault. Like, we need to get out of there. That's the most Perfect. important thing. That's great. Yeah. I won't. I won't. Just because he's but, a demented, retarded guy doesn't mean that i won't say that that alone even though there's probably a nefarious reason behind it us getting out of afghanistan is great but they're making a show of how terrible the withdrawal is they're saying that they they always do this they did this with vietnam to the t vietnam was 20 years worth of war and then they they pulled out and everything like turned to shit after they pulled out what vietnam was 20 years was it it was like yeah, 1955 to 1975. We were there in 55. We I thought, Wait, when did we get involved? I thought it was like 63. Like 65 or 63, That's the yeah. entirety of the war. The entirety of their war was 20 years. I don't think we were oh, there for 20 years. Yeah, the U.S. Years. was there for like oh, okay, okay. 10 years, if even. But it's, it's essentially the same power struggles going on, the, the same rendition. But they're also, at the same point, they're being like, Wow. This is so mismanaged and everything turned to shit so quickly that this is the argument against ending wars in the Middle East. This is why we need a constant present there 100% of the time. And Wait, that's that's the... so That's so the media saying, argument. That's the media argument to how how terrible this is. I how think it's a, terrible. I, do you want to know my theory on it? Now that you're getting the overview real what? quick. I kind of feel like the people that the powers that be and control the fucking world are operation trusting this as well. They think they have the Americans pull out. They already have their guys directing the Taliban. The Taliban moves in, takes it back immediately so they can start super Zionism, greater Israel, you know, horror. I hope not. I hope the Taliban is acting independently and just was able to take their country back. I, it's, honestly, that's what I hope happened. See, I, I hope the same thing, but uh, I have oh, information guy? here. The new Taliban-appointed uh, Afghan president, Ali Ahmed Jalali. I don't know. I, I could totally get that wrong. He is a distinguished professor at the Pentagon-funded National Defense University in Washington, D.C., uh, for 20 years, he was a director at a CIA-friendly Voice of America Association, and he trained with the British Army. So, I doubt much is going to change. I doubt much will change, is all I'm saying. Yeah, that's not... Dude, it, the fact that it's not just some, like, imam 
that yeah. like <laughs> yeah exactly they, they have this guy in place for in, uh, international relations and like for the long haul is what it seems yeah yeah this is gay this is gay ops this is fucking stupid this is, this is super gay ops yeah but i think our buddy's right they're gonna pull the troops out and then be like well we have to fight the domestic terrorists at home is going to be the new narrative in like a month. <laughs> well, I I think uh, I think Josh picked up a good trend about uh, the the need for troops elsewhere too. Yeah, here I, I got a couple headlines for um. Well, I'll start with what they're for Afghanistan right now because they're they're deploying more troops to help with the evacuation uh from from the the uh, Kabul embassy and, and the cities that are being overtaken in Afghanistan. So back last Thursday, August twelfth. U.S. deploying 3,000 troops to help, help evacuate Kabul embassy staff as Taliban advance. Um, Saturday, August 14th, Biden dispatching 5,000 troops to aid Afghanistan evacuation. Uh, and then just earlier today, breaking, President Biden orders another 1,000 paratroopers from the uh, 82nd Airborne to Kabul. 7,000 U.S. troops will, will be on the ground in Afghanistan soon. So they're throwing more and more and more troops on the ground uh we'll see if it actually leads to anything or if you know if there's any conflict related to that or if they you know have an occupancy there but like bob pointed out there at least in my mind there's a pretty clear parallel in the news cycle to the inauguration post january 6th uh this year in the u.s where kind of every every day every couple days they're deploying more and more and more national guard troops to dc to put it in up the barbed wire, have the police state, have like every six feet there were guards standing and uh, or special police as their badges said. And it went from uh, 3,000 to January 5,000 deployed to January 11th, 10,000 deployed to January 13th, 20,000 they're deploying to a couple days later, 30,000 uh, troops in the nation's capital for what was a, a very routine uneventful inauguration so we'll kind of see what the thousands and thousands of troops that they keep adding to afghanistan for the evacuation really end up uh, affecting but i thought this was a fun little parallel news cycle i feel like that's got to be for actual evacuation or why would they leave all their weapons warehouses like why wouldn't you just send those seven thousand to defend your already what the locations you already have you know something something like that but yeah really so that's strange. I, I I don't know. I I think they're gearing up for the domestic terrorist thing. They're gonna try to make the military turn on its own citizens just to see if they will. <laughs> More than anything. I mean, we we already like to an extent post nine eleven, like you know all of the Arab citizens were turned on. Any uh, the brown bearded person was turned on. So just do it for you know the people who wear red hats or vote a certain way or aren't vaccinated and it, it, it seems effective enough right i mean yeah i mean for some people <laughs> i i don't think they're gonna get away with as much as they think they are but bob you're muted nope bob you're muted cabbage you have to cut this part out so yeah we'll keep we'll keep monitoring afghanistan see how that goes but now i'm interested to see in uh, you know a week and a half from now when this episode comes out how much the story has changed. Oh, that's true too. Yeah. What, what's your, what are you guys predictions for, uh, you know, what the thir- 13 days is that when this comes out, what the situation will be. 
Uh, it should be interesting because, what was it? No one in the international community, the UN, they're not going to recognize the Taliban rule, I don't believe, except for like China. China China has a big invest, uh, investment with their Belt and Road program um, in that area. They're the only people that didn't pull out their embassy. So it's going to be really interesting. It's, it's based, I, I don't think much will change. I think we'll leave. It's going to be like a new Syria, basically. We'll have less troops there. But it's still going to be the same shithole, war-torn, and a power struggle for the surrounding, you know, superpowers like Russia, China, and America. It's not going to change. Nothing changes. Yeah, I don't know if it's real or not yet. Like, you know what I mean? Like, I don't know if... (laughs) It it sounds like we just installed our own guy in there. I I love being able to see... uh, Taliban members riding the bumper cars at the local. Uh, <laughs> did you guys see and that? Working out in the working out in the army gym or the, the ba- air, uh, military base the, gyms. Yeah, they're having yeah. a great time of it. They're mocking the United States military like right in their face, and it, it is great. Good. That's what I'm enjoying with the I whole. I hope thing. some of those videos yeah. are real at least. Yeah, <laughs> the Taliban and bumper cars. Yeah, fuck yeah, dude. <laughs> yes, they seem like fun guys. Honestly, the Taliban. Yeah, seems great. I love the have Taliban. Have your country now. back. Uh, fucking have a great time with having your country back. Like, yeah, you know, I would be celebrating have a too. Good go of it. Yeah. When I start seeing them do anything other than that, I I will definitely hold my tongue. <laughs> so Bob, you got a <laughs> scientist discover for us. Oh, do we? Oh, do we? U.S. astronaut moon landing not feasible by 2024 due to spacesuit delay, NASA's Inspector General finds. So, guys, we've never developed a spacesuit. Yeah, for we the lost, space so we program. lost the technology for yeah. spacesuits and for rocket ships. Yeah. Damn. Guys, we can't go to the moon again because we don't have the spacesuits to do it. <laughs> The suits that we made in nineteen fucking sixty? Are you kidding me? Like, for by by sixty nine, we made spacesuits that worked. The guys could go up and play golf tournaments on the moon, and boomers thought was real. Like, okay, (laughs) I know that I've made a big deal about them saying we're going to the moon. Definitely by twenty twenty four, and how I said. That's never going to happen, and I've said that multiple yeah. times what, on this. Uh, what did you think the delay was going to be, or the cause for delay? Funding. They always just that they said the same thing for the last forty years. They go, "Oh, we're a billion short. If we had we had one more billion dollars, we would have made it to the moon." Literally, they say that like but, every budget, every single budget, they say, "Ah, we're two billion short to go to the moon, or one billion short." I mean, l- l- lucky for you, uh, let me read this line from the, the official NASA uh, report. As pre- previously discussed, to date, NASA has spent more than $420 million on space to design and development, um, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Uh, they recommend whatever. They want more money. They, it's the only... <laughs> they say it's, fun- it's a funding problem. It's the only science... And company in the fucking world that all their technology gets more expensive and yes and less effective. Everybody <laughs> else is well, yeah, fine. That's true. Yeah, that's so not the case this, for any other technology. So 
can I can I just ask you both something? Is it not painfully fucking obvious that we definitely didn't go to the moon now? Like, is it becoming more apparent every day with how much bullshit NASA puts out there? Like, gun to your head, did we go to the moon? We're, we're just losing so much technology every second. Yeah. That we had in the 1960s that we don't have anymore. It, that's just a simple fact of how technology progresses. It's just it's harder and harder to retain that technology yes. and, and to keep using it and propagating it. We could never right? make a rotary phone now. <laughs> the technology's not available. It's, it's literally impossible. Well, we just don't have the US manufacturing, US based manufacturing for it, of course. <laughs> Seriously though, gun to your head. You have to answer now. Then now that you've seen a year worth of how stupid NASA is. What Josh, did we go to the moon? So th- this is this is very borderline for me, but I still think we went to the moon and just got really lucky. Six times, lucked out six times in a row. Yes, lucked out six times in a row. Lucky number six. How'd they do it without spacesuits? Because apparently we don't have the technology. <laughs> so so that, that that's where we got lucky. Like the spacesuits that they happened to design then, without the appropriate rigorous testing and you know being informed of the environment and all that they just happen to be good enough and now we're trying to make them you know perfectly safe safety factors uh, better quality they there's so many more things we want to do in the moon as well and in space so like they have to be more functional etc cetera, etc cetera. so so you know i think quick, we just got really lucky in the past quick question so yeah, for like spot welders so for like <laughs> spot welders they have to have those big face masks so that you don't fucking burn your eyes out and then you have the gloves so you don't like melt your hands off and you know the sparks and shit don't yeah. burn your hands. Um now they invented those and it works for spot welding. So like your eyes don't burn out and your hands don't burn. If 50 years okay. later they said uh we can't make we can't do spot welding until we invent the gloves and glasses that we need to do it. And you're like those already existed 60 fucking years ago. What are you talking about? And they're like uh yeah we gotta make better ones and you're like those worked though you can't do it at all now and you're like yeah i know we went to the moon for three and a half days one of our missions in those spacesuits but we can't go now we need more money to launder i mean to do research with to go to the moon again it, it you can't come up with an example of this ever happening in any other situation this is just how technology works have you ever tried to play might and magic on windows 10 have you ever tried to install the game might and magic on windows 10 uh yeah it just doesn't work certain things don't work that way use dos box and you can (laughs) well no no that's not on windows 10 you're playing it in dos or yeah the technology still exists that's my fucking point i can do it (laughs) Because I play this shitty game called Betrayal at Crondor that's literally an old DOS game, and I have to allocate a type of RAM that doesn't even exist anymore. They don't fucking there allocate There are certain porting issues. There are certain firmware issues. There yeah, are certain there. analog issues that we modern technology cannot connect with. It. It's just, it, you know, it's it's science, and it, you're just going to accept the fact that smarter people than you develop these things. <laughs> <laughs> 
And that's and what's made inside the space. Incredible fucking thing. Yeah, okay. one black lady did all the math to get him to the moon while being called the N word or something. I saw the movie. <laughs> all right, Bob. I know you love. I know you love science, and it probably pains you. But how stupid is it? Come on, the moon's pretty dumb. Well, I don't. You think we went you still? Me. You still think we went? Do, do Gun to you your head, to... and you have to be right. By the way, you have to think about that. You die if you pick the wrong answer. Did we go to the moon? Yes, we we landed. Oh the man, moon. I we can't wait. On the moon. I'm gonna keep gloating more and more. There's only one <laughs> year towards wait. the 2024 Aaron's... moon landing that's definitely never going to happen. Oh my god! And it's I'm gonna keep, it's gonna get dumber and dumber, and you're gonna feel. No, okay, I retract it. I retract it. We didn't land on the moon. It was Bob, a big fucking hoax. Bob, yeah, I'm sorry. Bob, yeah. What happened to the science? I'm not saying the Earth is flat. I'm just saying that we didn't land on the fucking moon because I have zero faith in in the government and its bureaucracy. Ah, <laughs> uh, Josh, you're gonna be on the losing end of this. I'm just saying, like this is gonna get stupider and stupider as it goes. <laughs> what, what I'm. What I'm reading is April 2025 at the earliest. You have let's extend it Let- three and a half years, or however long it actually is, to try and convince all right, me. All right, Josh, tell me the extension date, and then I'll we'll see if they extend it again for a stupider reason. Oh, we co- we had lost the technology for bearings on the rocket ship. Yeah, we can't. Inv- we got to invent better bearings. Uh, so we need a billion dollars, and uh, we have to. 2027 by the earliest. No, the okay, no bearings. I can understand. My my company has had some problems with uh, <laughs> uh, getting bearings approved and tested for certain components. So like oh. that's a that's a real thing. Like you 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 can't. Argue, I, I, I'll believe that actually. But um, Josh, what what was the new expected date in 2025? April. Uh, well, the uh, April 2025 at the earliest. Um, I I don't know if there's an actual like expected or you know, uh, conservative date. All right. I'm setting a date on my calendar for April 1st, 2025. Set it for April 7th. <laughs> It'll be my 39th birthday. I think. No, no. April fool's day. Okay. April fool's well, day it, or Aaron's yeah, birthday. It's, which, which yeah, one? It's April fool's. Okay. Well, I'm going to do April fool's. Uh, <laughs> I'm telling you guys, they're going to keep extending it, Josh. I know that you're young and you don't know this, They've been saying they're going to the moon in three years for the last 35 years. Like, uh, so, so to address the spacesuit <laughs> problem, uh, I'd like to remind you all that um, in response to a, a tweet, Elon Musk said SpaceX could do it if need be. So, so actually, we could be back on the 2024 track if the U.S. government just provides SpaceX there extra billion dollar contract all right josh i'll i'll we'll see you in 2024 from the moon <laughs> all right i think we had some voicemails we got all right let's get the voicemails done. you know, we, <coughs> hold on okay, okay you know when we have commercial moon tr- like transit you're gonna real look you're gonna look real fucking stupid aaron oh yeah no i'm holding my breath for it <laughs> every day that seems like look, we're this close to uh, it <laughs> You're gonna look real goddamn stupid. <laughs> now, now, anyone, anyone who has any particularly strong moon beliefs out there, you can call in and tell us about them. Tell, tell Aaron and Bob that they're stupid. Tell Bob he's stupid for caving into Aaron and his his stupid schemes and 
whatever. Um, he's not caving he in. Tell me I'm stupid. Yeah, he's not caving in. You're the stupid one. He, he's caving in because every NASA article we read is maybe like it outdoes itself by the previous NASA article for being dumber than the last. <laughs> like it's every, impossible. Every week, yeah. <laughs> it's almost like it's satirical. Like they're doing satire to make fun of you for thinking that they're scientists. They have a retarded guy. Don Pettit as like their most decorated astronaut who wouldn't be able to get a license on his own. Like he's literally mentally <laughs> retarded. NASA astronauts just are horrible at representing themselves. They have horrible PR. But anyone who wants to call in about that, tell us what they think. Number is one eight thirty three six 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 nine eleven. That's one eight three three six 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 zero nine one one. Speaking of which, we have voicemails, and uh, yes. we'll play them because it's the end of the show, and we always play them at the end of the show. Always. Yeah. Every time. Here we go. Hey, guys. It's Sean. Just thinking about something lately, uh, talking about the concept of clickbait with uh, one of my friends recently, and um, talking about some of the silly examples we have, and... Uh, one of the ones that comes up most of the time is doctors astonished or doctors shocked by, or, you know, you know how they go. Um, I'd always kind of had this concept in my mind that when people were doing that, it was like the, out of this motivation to say, oh, look, doctors don't know shit. We have uh, just some suburban mom who figured it out. Um, but the more I thought about it, and I think it's probably because I was thinking guys' show, it's probably more grabbing people's attention because they got this like concept out there of like, like, Oh, the doctors didn't even know that. Can you believe it? They're supposed to know. And they, they know everything. They're the smartest among us. The doctors, they know everything. The scientists, they know everything, but even they were shocked by our great discovery. Better <laughs> click to find out. So I don't know. Just interesting how like much of a Rorschach test that stuff is. Uh, oh, Aaron, by the way, it's uh, coelacanth, not coelacantha, or however you said it, uh, when talking about that prehistoric fish that they found. Coelacanth. Coelacanth. Well, sorry, I'm not a goddamn Peruvian fisherman. I, I don't. I did it phonetically. I don't know how to pronounce that shit. It looks Podcast like... Podcast <laughs> host can't believe the pronunciation of prehistoric <laughs> fish. Yeah, exactly. I did it phonetically. I don't know what to tell you. I can't do any. Have you heard me try to say like Russian people's names on this? It's impossible. I, I can't oh, do it. Yeah, <laughs> that I, was one of the greatest bits. <laughs> I can't pronounce anything that's not just from America. That That's the real reason that uh, Aaron tried to tie in that Operation Truth, Operation Trust, excuse me, Operation Trust with like American history and uh, modern day America. Cause he just wanted to skip over actually pronouncing any pronouncing anything Russian. That's literally what I did. I did. I refused to talk about the, like the very specific details of like what generals did what and stuff. Like I researched it all, but their names were impossible to pronounce. I was like, this is just going to be me sputtering over people's uh, words. If I do that. But yeah, that's that is definitely what they're trying to do, though, Sean. They're like, oh, oh yeah, even the even scientists are are flabbergasted, and they got us to the moon. Whoa, it's so stupid. You play play. Uh, Sean actually left another voicemail. Play Sean's next voicemail. 
Okay. Um, we got a couple to catch up on that we uh, we didn't play in the last two weeks. Hey guys, it's Lumpy Head Sean. Uh, just calling. I was <laughs> racking my uh, the noodle inside my lumpy head, and uh, that's remembering something that kind of aligns with something y'all been talking about in the past, and that's on the topic of dinosaurs. Um, actually, I took a, a course in college that was uh, essentially a dinosaur biology seminar, and it was inside the uh, university's naturally natural <laughs> natural history museum, and um, I thought, you know, it was kind of fun going in there and seeing all the bones and stuff. Um, but one of them on display was the Triceratops. Uh, they just had, like, an imprint of the skull or something like that. And I remember, like, looking at that thing and, and always just thinking, like, oh, that thing looks like a fucking, like, cartoon drawing. Like, this hardly looks like, um, like a real animal, you know? Like, this is not what I expected. Um, but, yeah, I don't know. It just, like, occurred to me. And maybe you guys will be entertained by that. Um, you've sown, sown some doubt into my lumpy head. <laughs> Let me know what you think. <laughs> yeah, dinosaurs are all look like cartoon drawings because they're all made up. Yeah, speaking of cartoon drawings, <laughs> this fucking... Oh, yeah. Holy shit. Scientists discovered uh, two new dinosaurs in uh, China. Both of them are just brontosauruses. And... Yeah, long necks. Is this what happens when all, all the CG modelers work from home? We, we get this. Basically, dude. This looks like... I'm disappointed. <laughs> and here I thought Ryan the Last Dragon was bad, but... This... Wait, hold on. Where are, are the feathers? I keep being told that these they, they should have feathers on them. <laughs> Not anymore. Like, what the fuck? Don't worry about it. They, they dude, just... dude, feathers are hard to render. Like These scientists don't have Disney money, man. Oh, is that what it is? Okay. I, I got you. <laughs> it's so true yeah they they were all birds yeah and now they're not anymore don't worry about it <laughs> even just give me like a beast wars quality uh render of yeah. something with feathers and I'll, I'll handle that trust me like it might not be as cool <laughs> all their things all their drawings of these look like they were made in like the autocad programs we were using in like fucking high school <laughs> it's making like a cylinder to like <laughs> Oh, Basically, man. like, yeah, it looks like fucking trash, and they they look exactly just like the long necks. I'm, I'm assuming they'll determine that they're all also herbivores as well. No, they'll well, switch yeah, it every three years. Found one molar. Yeah. Obviously, it wasn't a complete skeleton. I wonder how much they found, like three fucking bone fragments, and they're like, "Oh, it's a it's a different kind of brontosaurus." God. I found like a, a molar and a toe, and you know you can kind of put everything together from that. Definitely. If you know like all the trees, yeah, 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 yeah. God, dinosaurs are so fucking dumb. They're almost as almost as dumb as the moon landing. Not quite, but almost. Like, <laughs> I can't, I'm so happy I don't believe in any of this stupid shit anymore. I feel like I'm not six years old. Finally, it, it makes it so <laughs> like the day to day mundane shit isn't so tiring when you don't have to like believe in all this retarded nonsense that's being spatted off in the news and shit oh dude really is it's like i can't even believe what i would think if i believed the news oh my god or even if i just thought that the news was just like oh they're all rooting against my team like even if i was one of those guys like fox is the only real news <laughs> 
<laughs> oh my god. <laughs> We're all playing the same game here. All right, one last voicemail from Bobby this time. Nice, we have two regular callers. Okay, I don't two think I can fans. keep this under Bob's hard 40-second limit, but that Stanley <laughs> Miller's experiment's awesome. Makes the basic building blocks, which are not the simplest cell, as you explained. The simplest cell is literally just a bubble of fat in the water, the Wait, shape fat naturally pause. takes in water. Pause. Uh, for- uh, Bobby, it's not the simplest cell. It's the simplest single-cell organism that can fucking self-replicate. So don't just say a fat cell. That's fucking stupid. <laughs> you know what I'm talking about. Fucking biologist Aaron over here getting specific. Oh, wow. Yeah, Jesus Christ. <laughs> it's got to be the cell that all life came from. All life came from one cell that fucking happened to magically fucking come together from a lightning strike. So Yeah, the fat cell. Well, but what, what if lightning yeah, oh, yeah. struck twice? Exactly at the same moment, right, Josh? Yeah. Oh, of course. All right, <laughs> keep keep going. Sorry, I had to respond to that one. It was literally just a bubble of fat in the water, the shape fat naturally takes in water. Uh, as for veins of the heart, it's veins. There's vascular plants. There's vascular small animals. Anything that's not big enough to need to actually pump its blood or whatever fluid against gravity. Um, stats are bullshit. Everyone knows that. So big with you there. Carbon dating's bullshit. Big with you there. Um, DNA can store a bunch of information because it's base four instead of base two. But yeah, that book thing's retarded. Must have been uh, Dr. Seuss books. Uh, <laughs> punctuationists don't know what evolution is. They're just hipsters. Um, and no, Aaron, you didn't miss the joke. And lizard men are real. You guys are pussies. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I think Bobby I mean, nailed you, it. If you do believe in evolution, he's right about the veins thing because there's vascular yeah. things that don't have a heart. But we still have. Yeah, that's a good point. There's no. There's still no uh, evidence of like a vascular organic being that has like a half heart that that started evolving a heart that we haven't seen in the middle of. So like, graduationalists also don't know what the fuck they're talking about because evolution's retarded there's no transitory evidence of evolution anywhere on earth at all the best examples are like uh yeah your gallbladder probably was something it's like what are we devolving out of it or evolving into something else don't don't know oh also you have a tailbone i know that's central to your core strength but uh we're gonna say that we're div- we're evolving out of having tails, which we're, we're gonna call it a tailbone just to put the image of a tail in your mind and monkeys in your mind. Dude, exactly. If they didn't call it a tailbone, you wouldn't think tail. Really, if it was called like an occipitus, you wouldn't be like, "Oh, the occipitus—that's where your tail grows out of." Like, that's fucking stupid. We never had tails. Also, you wouldn't evolve out of having a tail. You know how fucking useful that would be? I would drive with that shit. Jerk off with your tail. <laughs> oh, my God. There's so many oh, All right. Oh, okay. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> all right. All right. We're, we're cutting this one off. And <laughs> shut the fuck up. <laughs> if you're going to talk about Christ. tail advantages, you just got to go straight to Dragon Ball Z and Goku and stuff. 
uh, that's a whole, not even a different episode. That's a whole other podcast with a whole other theme. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Okay, Hear Me Out is explicitly PG. Oh, yeah. <laughs> no, we're explicitly anti-government, <laughs> not fucking weird degenerate shit. <laughs> yeah, I can use the flip pages of my Bible. <laughs> well, in this scenario, we have a tail, Bob. I'm just think- thinking it was okay. the first two uses I could think of it for. <laughs> Literally, the third one I thought of was like beating your wife. <laughs> don't even need to turn around to beat your wife. Yep, just smacking people with your tail. Like, shut the fuck up. Whack. Uh, and on that well, note, on that note, uh, yeah, I think that's the uh, end of the episode. Thank you for that's listening, guys. Bad. Episode 62. Thanks for listening. Whatever. Fuck this shit. I have a PlayStation raincoat. You've got mail. What the fuck? Don't tell me you don't like my show.